おはようございます。Welcome, welcome, おはよう。So today I, I come to you with another message. It is about the importance of keeping records. And you're like, Clav, what does this have to do with coffee? Mm-hmm. So I was reviewing all the coffee cutouts and sort of cards I have saved. So every time I finish a bag, I save, or like I cut out the front so I know that coffee and I kind of have it for my records. I don't have a, a book for it yet, but that is a project coming. And every time I get like a Starbucks reserve, it comes with an info card that tells you a little bit about the coffee, you know, tasting profile, some facts about the origin. Or if it's a blend, it tells you a little bit about that, like the Christmas reserve, for example. And yeah, so I have those saved, and I was just sort of looking at them and also reviewing like my my work notes. I keep a work journal.、Uh, quick aside for about the last almost year and a half now, I've been keeping sort of a daily journal、um, for my. You know, life. And then I added a specific one for work. And it's been fun kind of going through that because it's about a year、um, of that one and kind of seeing, you know, just the thoughts that have gone through my head with coffee as well as、uh, like the notes、um, when I was tasting stuff, what coffees I tried it with、um, some of my coworkers, the customers that came in. Um, so, it's been an interesting sort of、uh, you know, journey seeing that. So,、uh, if I were to recommend something, I would say keeping some kind of journal is good.、Uh, even for like, f- so for coffee, I think it's like okay. I don't think it's quite like ideal for like productivity per se,、uh, because I don't really have metrics to measure like. You know, projects or quote success because, right, serving coffee is serving coffee as long as you're making the coffee. Like, that's kind of the, the purpose there. So, yeah, kind of just, you know, a note for you、um, just to sort of maybe you can learn from it, maybe do it, maybe not.、Uh, yeah, so keeping that record has definitely been a good way for me to kind of see where I've gone with coffee. Um, I started more diligently note taking with coffees after Coffee Fest.、Uh, so that was when, sh- when I started recording like, the coffees I had when I made cold brew. Recently, I haven't really been making cold brew. It's you know, winter time. It's a bit it's cold, so it just doesn't really fit the bill. But the Japanese iced coffee, I've really been liking that. So, yes,、yeah, so、if you were to take anything from my notes today, Um, keeping records is super important. And Starbucks does this as well, obviously. You, you would you know, imagine such a big corporation has very particular procedures and you know, temperature recording, making sure all the fridges and stuff are working, you know, milk, stock inventory. So you know, I don't have to tell you that that's kind of how the, the Starbucks works.、Um, also, interestingly, I've. At Amityville, I trained. Let's see. Five, I think. Five, five, probably five. Five people, and 
I do have some of the notes of like when I train people and that was kind of fun just to see like the things that I had observed, like both of myself with customers, how, you know, the, my trainees were working, uh, like what was easy, what was not. So I, I kept a couple of notes, which was kind of cool to reflect on in the coffee world. Um, and then actually, yeah, the other, in other news, so that's kind of a, you know, info point, uh, other news, Coffee Fest is coming to New York in March, so I'm excited for that. My second New York City Coffee Fest, uh, it is in a series of, you know, there's a few coffee fests in the U.S., I think like L.A., I think somewhere like Florida or uh, Texas, yeah, one of these like big sort of city areas. Uh, so those, you know, they're definitely good opportunities. Like if you're really into coffee, you want to learn more, I would recommend checking it out. Uh, I will be going for the, it's two or three days, so I'll go for all of those. There's uh, There was some lecture series in the morning, and then there was like booths and stuff, as well as uh, paid classes. Um, so when I first went, I wasn't sure what to expect. So I guess it's sort of like a review of that as well for you guys. Uh, I didn't really know much about the paid classes. I wasn't sure if I really wanted to pay. Um, but after I had taken a few of the morning classes, I realized it was you know, what a unique opportunity to learn from so many different coffee uh, professionals, uh, right from different places in the States, you know, other people trying to learn to make coffee. And right, that's part of, I think, the appeal of coffee that it, you know, it's connecting people, bringing people together. So what do I have for you now? Uh, that, yeah, it's, you could just go for one day, catch a few lectures. It's also in conjunction with, um, like a, like a regular restaurant convention. Uh, my senpai uh, was actually there for her ramen shop and then we ended up meeting up and, uh, it was actually a cool little adventure. We went to the Zakaya, met up with one of her friends, you know, that was kind of cool. So yeah, there's also that there and it's on the same floor. I think it was the, not the basement of Javits, but you know, Comic-Con, it's kind of the area where they have, like, the autographs kind of downstairs, which um, the Coffee Fest was on, like, one side, and the other side was all the, um, like, food stuff. So if you're looking for any of that kind of info, it's a lot of cool um, stuff. I really uh, would encourage anyone who wants to learn to go. I'm definitely going, so let's see what I could do with that. I might go to reserve. Maybe I'll go, I don't know when, but... Uh, it's quarterly, so right, I have the new quarter starting, and that's cool. Uh, and other news, I did try a very interesting coffee from, um, it was, let's see, Orc, it was O-R-C, right? And you're thinking, Clove, Orc coffee? D&D &D coffee? That's what I thought, too. No, it was... Ohio Roasting Company. Uh, my coworker visited <laughs> visited uh, her hometown and was like, "Ah, I gotta bring us home a coffee to to have done try with Clive and the friends at the Starbase in Belmore." And it was a it was a, the Great Lakes roast by the the company, and it was a dark roast. And I swear, I, I messaged them because I very curious to know what they're what their um, words are and how they describe their taste profile. 
how they, you know, what notes are, you know, sort of expected to be found. Um, so I'll see. I'm still waiting. I emailed them the other day, so we'll see how that goes. But I swear, tobacco, tobacco. I had a coffee at Coffee Fest, kind of linking back to Coffee Fest from Cafe Creole, who I recommend. I've gotten you know, part of their subscription. Every coffee has been like really good. So it was yeah a very unique taste. Uh, my friend Smokes who got the coffees and she was like hmm, it it definitely piqued her interest because it's it's not a taste that you get in many coffees. It's right, it's kind of like a very like a very dark roast. It's on that realm. So for this year's coffee fest, I still have to get tickets and plan, but I think if I do. You know, the free ones in the morning, and then maybe pending on like, yeah, actually like baristas class um, for like another learning point. Um, I've mentioned this before, but uh, the espresso at Starbucks is automatic, so it's right. There are some things that you can modify. So right, kind of a recap for for those who don't get espresso beverages, you can get regular, decaf, and blonde. The Blonde is actually pretty new. Well, I mean, new in terms of like last, I think, 10-ish years. It came to Starbies. So that's cool. Then there's also the option for like a long shot where more water is put toward through the hibiscus tea. Uh, there is more water put in the coffee. Oh, I'm sorry. It's run through the espresso. Uh, so it's more of a diluted shot. Um, I don't have an espresso machine per se, so I haven't really, well, I do have one, but not th like a manual one. So putting the espresso through it, there is like the whole process, which I think for like knowledge sake, having an actual class to learn it will give me an opportunity to learn more than if I were to just, um, you know, kind of YouTube video it. Although YouTube videos are what a resource there's so much info out there you can learn literally infinite about anything or what you know watch and listen um, so look forward to that but then kind of going back to the other yeah, espresso at starbucks you have the ristretto which is like the shorter pull a little sweeter a little like not maybe a little bit stronger is the slight ish word then you can do um you can also do an updosed, which is like you know a little more coffee in the, the puck, so it's a little bit more caffeine. Although Blonde Rose has the most caffeine. Yes. And then you have like the milk steamer, so it you know automatically steam the milk as well as since the pre uh, temperature, so it doesn't you know go too crazy. Um, but right, the biggest difference here is that with the manual machine, if you go to like a probably like a mom and pop sort of shop kind of rhymed uh they're gonna see they kind of put this like it's not a spoon but it's like this thing that you put the espresso in then you like put it in there and you twist it it's in there and then you run the water through it um you have to obviously prepare the puck or the coffee that goes inside and then that will make your espresso um so right i will share more when i do eventually get an espresso um, machine although the closest i could do right now would be like the aeropress which honestly you could probably get close i haven't done a like taste comparison because i don't have the equipment but you know 
that could be a little info for you as well a Rooney. And yeah, so then going back to like my beginning point of notes and keeping track, I would highly recommend it. Um, it's kind of like the sommelier thing in a way with wine that, right, there's so much info out there that your brain will like internalize, but having something to refer to and sort of be like, oh yeah, that thing, uh, very helpful to keep things going. Um, I haven't had to train someone in a while. That's what I've had in my head. So maybe I'll train someone to bell, bell me. Maybe not. I don't think so. I think we're like, you know, a new store. So right. You know, a new store is kind of like good on, you know, employees. Cause right. You kind of started with everyone. So you don't need to hire. I don't like that. Logically makes pretty much pretty good sense to me. Um, so, yeah, that's um, kind of what I have for you there. Um, other coffee stuff. I've been looking more into just, like, what, what like, allows coffee to be made uh, on, like, a more minimal setup. So let's say you were to go camping or, you know, on the go. Definitely possible, like with the AirPress, it's very doable. Um, but maybe the easy, easier answer is like kind of bringing us full circle to the hey, just support a local coffee shop um, where you can just you know, try what they have, sit down, enjoy your coffee, uh, which is the right the point of like the cafe existing uh, to just you know, give you that coffee, give you that experience, you enjoy it, cool, you can move on with your day, you know, you pay whatever dollars. Um, unrelated to all of this, a podcast I res- listened to recently was going on about the idea of, uh, it's called All the Hacks, if you're looking for more episodes, and they basically talked about training time for money. And all those, like, right, all the permutations of that. And the, right, the most basic idea of this is that, right, we're, we all have the same 15, 16 hours pending your sleep. All right, or maybe eight or nine hours, right? But let's just, right, say you need eight to nine. Make that a priority in your life. Also, exercise and walking. Uh, I'm going to probably rant for, like, a minute now, but yeah, I wish they would have taught us that in high school. Like, of all the things they could have taught us, like of all the crap in the world we can learn, like, I appreciate knowing what I know about all the history. Like, okay, that that has relevance. There is that's cool. It's it's knowledge. But what what am I doing with this? Like, or calculus? Like, I don't know. I keep I always think about calculus. I'm like, wow, like. I was always pretty good at math, so like, I, you know, it's kind of like a puzzle, like kind of like a board game. Figured out cool, but it's like, what was it for? I used it like slightly in college, and then, like real life, if you need to actually use calculus, you have like computer programs or you know, software that figures that crap out, so you don't have to like, you know, solve it. I don't know. I feel like. If I were to have, like, been, like, 
taught the importance of anything in the world, right? I would have definitely appreciated now looking back the importance of like sleep. I've come full circle on this. Uh, I used to think, okay, it's fine to to sleep like nothing, and you just you know you'll be fine. No, no, no. Like get your sleep; it will make everything better. Like eight hours, you know, making sure you get quality sleep. You kind of prepare prepare for sleep um and kind of similar on that coin like you're feeling your body um focus on like just whole natural foods uh, you can have like obviously some some percent of like you know the other stuff or you know things that are you know a little more <laughs> easy to like over consume like ice cream or potato chips um and then like or, I mean, and, or, and, or, I mean, whatever, which, whichever one you, you take here. But, like, yeah, like, why, like, I've been so, like, so important. Or even, like, exercise. Just, like, hey, go to the gym half an hour, like, three days a week. And, like, if you like a certain form of cardio, do that. Otherwise, like, just walk half an hour a day. Like, every day. Like, <laughs> right? It sounds so stupid because it's, like, <laughs> this is so simple. And like now that I'm not old, but like that I've you know gone through a decade of life, kind of post you know education, like just just scratching my head of like right like these things that make everything much easier in life and like help you be more productive are just not like not made obvious to you, or maybe like, I'm just not remembering, right? It's sort of like, right now, I'm talking to you about my vent, rant, not vent, or venting and ranting. Um, but yeah, if you, if you, if, if you take notes from me, then there we go. I, I, I'll take that. It's kind of what I'm here for, kind of spread that positivity, positivity. I felt like I stumbled on the word, but I didn't. I just said it twice. So that's why I'm here to help sort of recycle that positive energy the kindness uh, yeah kindness also like there's no reason to not be kind you could get trapped in your head of like thinking things because right like i've observed for like almost two years and a couple of months of customer service and in situations where people are just like now what are you doing here you batiks day boy more drink is wrong. I know. <laughs> More British people are like, why? Why use that? It's just, right? Like, just a, the most ridiculous voice for, like, you know, these upset customers who, right? It, it's actually nothing to do with the drink. It's all to do with just, like, their inner world, their inner psychology, what's happened to them, and where they're at. And they're at a place where they feel the need to just be rude, I mean, ultimately be rude, and sort of right, impose their sort of power or will on, on someone else because, right, there's you know, other things in life which are out of their control. So, right, you're at Starbucks, you're like, no, my drink is supposed to be like this. And this isn't simply a Starbucks thing. It's sort of a American consumerist, big corp kind of problem where there is a culture of... The customer is right, and there is no discussion, and there is, like, a certain truth to that. I kind of can see that in Japan, how they treat customers, and what I've learned is that you can also, like, try and figure out, like, what's the problem, 
uh, so you know what I do now when there's a problem, like oh hey, like my like they're like hey the drinks are wrong, I'm like ah, I was like okay, like what tastes off? You know, does it taste kind of weird? Is it the coffee or is it the milk? Um, like where where is this problem? And then usually, right with these like absurd customers, it's just kind of like they're just gonna say it tastes wrong, and let's just like. Right, you know, at that point, if they're like, this tastes wrong, it's like, well, okay, like, we could remake it, and then you give it to them again, they're like, no, it still tastes wrong. So it's just like, at that point, it's, this is, I love this interaction, because, like, customer service is such a great, great place to observe human psychology and, like, just humanity, right? So at this point, after you've remade the drink, it's a little story time with Cloth 2 today, one of two things will usually happen. If they're, like fairly like reasonable and they see like you know they made you remade the drink and like and they're not in like some sort of crazy upset mood or like have a, a vendetta for you or you know they, they, you know they're not out for blood yeah yeah like oh cool, cool thank you thank you right and right the thing i've also done is you know, we take back that first one we you know no 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 freebies like no problem we'll get your drink right uh, right another thing right we're part of like sort of the the fix-it culture in Starbucks you may have seen, maybe even received. Um, like, if we make a mistake, I'll usually offer it. Uh, and this is one of my downfalls. Uh, because I'm a con- I am try to be kind, uh, make an emphasis in my choices. Like, right, at the end of the day, like, I'm going to toss this drink, so I feel like, out of the goodness of my heart, <laughs> and just, you know, being a good human, here you go. Here's one on Starbucks. Um, example of this, let's say, like, there was a confusion on iced versus hot. This happens, and it's honestly, it's it's a mix of both, right? Either in the person like not saying it but wanting to have said it, and then at the window being like, "Oh, B- BT dubs," and then the other side being like, "We input it wrong." Both happen. I've seen both happen. People change their minds as well, and it's like, oh, a little miscommunication. Okay, we will just get that, like, fix the need for you. But, but right, then, like, you can, I can see people getting frustrated on both sides, right? Customers being like, ah, you heard me wrong, or whatever. It's like, oh, okay, we said miscommunication. They're like, no. Or, like, partners or, like, my coworkers who are just like, no, they said iced. I heard them. I heard them. And it's like, <laughs> that's also funny because it's like, whatever. Like, I don't care. Just here. You're, you're, take the drink. Get out of here. <laughs> like, oh, like... It was wrong? Okay, do you want to try this one for free? We're just going to toss it anyway. And if they don't want it, the next core person's going to get it. I love that. Yeah. You want to make someone's day? Give them something free. They, You know what? No. Some people are very appreciative. Others are just like, oh, thanks. But then sometimes you get people who like are really appreciative. Uh, or even just of like how you greet them. Um... I don't want to brag, uh, but I think I'm like fairly good with the customers. Like, just you know, hey, like, how's it going? Like, try to be happy and welcoming. Um, try and have a little joke. I, you know, I've said this before, um, and some, you know, there are people who I can see I've like made a difference in their day, or my actions or energy. Like, whatever. Like, it's kind of the same thing, right? Have been received, seen, 
and acknowledge of like, oh, you know, like, like what I'm trying to do and like make a difference and like, you know, be that small ripple that, you know, leads to the hurricane in Florida, but rather right that through kindness and like being there for people, then right. That can make a difference in their day. And then like, what do they do? Right. That they can maybe be in a better mood and that helps them like get a little better work, have better interactions with their like familia or friends. And then like that sort of like, I think that's ultimately where I'm coming from with the kindness as well is that right. This ripple effect of, okay, people are going to be ridiculous. People are going to not be ridiculous. Let's do our best to be kind to them and simply appreciate people for who, who they are. Um, you know, their customer stories and this sort of like, you know, recording of info episode and some stories. Mm. Oh, we had to make a pour over the other day. That was the first time we had to do like a, a pour over for a customer. Uh, I do pour overs every day for our t- uh, coffee tastings, which has definitely been one of my favorite points of my news story. I've had a very important effort to always be doing a coffee tasting with uh, the co-worker Inis. I think that's, for me, it's very important. And we did one for a customer. It was um, sort of like the classic, like, afternoon when we're like, they're like, oh, hey, I want blonde or dark. I mean, th- th- that's not the question they say, but right th- th- in the situation, they want Blonde or dark. Um, decaf too falls into this category. And then as per the Starbucks sort of thing, like, yeah, we can make a pour over for them. But like, here's like the problem with pour over. It takes time and like, it's just kind of like, it requires a bit of attention to like, all right, you do it, you're thinking, but also like awareness, like, okay, I got to go back and finish this pour for this customer. And it's very out of place in an environment where uh, speed and turnover of customers uh, is encouraged as per, you know, sort of a, you know, that's what the corporate needs, right? We need to make sure we're serving as many customers, make sure getting money or in labor, blah, blah, blah. I mean, this is, you know, this is old news of how, you know, big companies work. Right, as long as the money's being made, there are certain plenty of people who cares, right? That's, you know, that's how it goes. So, yeah, the point we made, um, obviously, because, like, an interesting thing with, like, customers is, like, there are times when they're kind of just a pain in the butt, and it's just, like, fine, I can give you one pain in the butt. But then they ask for a second or a third thing. Oh, that's the most annoying I mean, it's just annoying because it's like, right, we try and want to, you know, part of this, you know, speed thing is like a thing or definitely like an under like feeling, feeling. Yeah, it's a feeling feeling of like a drive through kind of store. Or like, you know, where that pace is like kind of important. Uh, so I have noticed that whatever their interactions or things with customers that tend to go into these longer time things, that is when people get frustrated on both sides. Like it's like, Oh my God, this person's taking forever or their card isn't ready. 
Which, you know, that, that is, like, a very interesting thing. It's just like, oh, hey, like, like, your card's not ready. Like, hello, like, your card isn't ready. Like, this this kind of baffles me, um, right? Because, like, it goes against pretty much, like, my very logical way of thinking of, like, hey, I'm going to drive through. Like, as soon as I get there, I want to make sure my money's ready. So, like, bing, bang, boom, like, I'm on my way getting where I got to go. Because if I'm sitting there in the drive through waiting... Then I'm not going where I need to go. And I'm just like, you know, and I, I do get simpler drinks. I usually won't get like something that'll take too long or like, you know, 20 food items. Um, and I brought this point up before and I'm going to bring it up again. There needs to be limits in the drive through. There needs to be limits. Like, you know what? Maybe not limits, but like, Clear where we're rules of like, hey, if your order is like more than X items, we're going to have to pull you up. We'll bring it out to you. It'll be good to go. Um, there isn't really such a. In, in practice, like the idea is like good. Sometimes you don't enough people to really do that. Um, but like right when someone like. Perfect example, like I work mostly mid shift. So we're talking like, you know. 10, 9, 10, so like the end of like that morning rush, maybe 11, 12, you know, it's like the later afternoon. And then in those time periods, right, there is not as many people because it's not a busy time of the day. You don't have people getting coffee, right? Makes sense. A morning, okay, maybe like after school, it does, it definitely picks up then, right? That makes sense. There's school, people are, you know, getting their crap. Um, but like, then there's all, like, there's this always a car of like needing, and that's sort of a rant, um, like a billion things. And like, I get it. I, I, I get that you need all these things. And I also have to serve every other customer. Like, I wish there was a way for like every service restaurant somehow to let their customers know the things that they should or shouldn't do to expedite or unexpedite their whole process. Right? It's sort of more of a transparency thing. They're like, hey, like, order done whatever you want, but if you order in such and such a way or such and such amount of a things the experience will not be your expected oh my god they they you know i was waiting forever and it's like well if you ordered like 30 dollars worth of stuff like four or five drinkies and some foods you know and there's you know not a f not i would say fully staffed but not every station is staffed so you have people doubling up doing multiple things you also have people coming in um so right that sort of transparency is I guess like a good life lesson too for today's episode of like, hey, being transparent, blah 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 blah. This thing is a thing. Um, that was one thing that when I worked for a company and uh, Tales of Adventure for uh, the card conventions, uh, my boss Michael was very like very good about the transparency of just like right like clearly communicating like making it very clear and like communicating well like hey this is the rule this is stuff here you go boom boom it's like sort of what we want this is gonna things are gonna go um right there's no chance for like 
you'd be like, oh, like, I thought this, and then, you know, because it was very clearly explained, outlined, um, you know, that, that's sort of, like, a communicating issue that happens a lot in, like, when there's problems for coffee, it's like, oh, I thought blah, 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 no, that's not what it is, like, a cafe latte is this, a mocha is this, it gets this many pumps, it gets this milk, does that work for you, oh, you want extra, okay, comes with four, you want like six, like sort of these, like just, you know, very easy to clarify. Be like, ask this, do this. It's like kind of like a computer program. I mean, honestly, I've been saying this for a while. I honestly think eventually robots will be part of the Starbucks process. Like, not everything, but like there is definitely like the drink, like creation portion. Like, do you need a barista to make that every time? I don't... Honestly, because, like, right at the end of the day, right, the way Starbucks is right now, like, it's fairly automated. Just, you don't really see it. There's a person there, but, like, right, the espresso shots, once the button is pushed, like, I'm not really doing anything. The milk is steamed. Okay, like... I put the milk there and it steams and then boom. But let's say you had like this machine do it. Right then, like, okay, right. Like there is no like barista handcrafting your drink. I, yeah, okay, okay, fine. But, but, right, like this is a way for like Starbucks to like return to that customer connection aspect. Because if you're not having this barista now spend time making your drink, which you can have automated because, right, you're like, you know, pretty much automated on the espresso anyway. Like, the Frappuccinis, like, they're annoying. There, there has to be a way to have some sort of machine just, like, blend this crap and, like, add the specifications. Uh, refreshers are just juice mixed with water or lemonade or coconut milk. Um, you know. Right, and the coffee is just brewed coffee. Like, it doesn't really take much. You just put it in, add the stuff. Right, like maybe that's a future direction. Like five years, you could say you heard here first. Like twenty, okay, twenty twenty three. So twenty twenty eight, if you go to a Starbucks and there's like some automated crap, be like, I done told you, I done told you, and it like it makes sense. Like McDonald's is it for their drinks, uh, like they have people like cook the food. Like obviously, like that's a little bit harder. Um, well, Starbucks doesn't actually like make the food. You know, if you've seen, they throw the stuff in the oven, heat it up, so. Right, that's for, like, you know, obviously legal reasons, because if you're making the food, like, McDonald's, there's, like, you know, more crap, more rules. Um, and if you didn't know, yeah, everything at Starbucks is prepackaged. Like, if you just, like, even if you didn't know, like, if you just walk into a Starbucks and you just see them, how they make the food, you'll see, like, they're all just taking stuff out, heating it up. There is no actual, like, food prep. Like, and this is, like, yeah, I think sort of Kids 101 stuff. Yeah, I guess I'm giving you some Kitchen 101 stuff, too, today. Oh, but this will be a part of a series of three episodes I'm uploading, so I'm glad I can give you some more information. Uh, Costa Rica is coming up very soon. I am muy, muy, <laughs> muy, muy excited. <laughs> I know, I've been practicing Spanish at work, so. Uh, yo quiero un café sin leche. I want a coffee without milk. That's how I like my coffee. Uh, yo quiero ir al baño. Me amo Clavi. 
And yeah, you got some Spanish lessons too today. So thank you for tuning in. Uh, more coming up. And uh, Jane.